What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to Words from a Philly John. Today's topic, um, I will be discussing parenting. Are all children raised the same? I was having a discussion with my friend the other day, and we were talking about raising children, (laughs) pretty much. And we talked about like the the different ages that our children are because my daughters are now teenagers but I have one on the way and um we we got into this deep discussion on how children we all raise our children differently and not in the way that you're probably thinking so <laughs> go ahead and grab you a cup of coffee or whatever you need to get and come join me see you in a moment I'm going to be honest, as a woman, as a mom, as a parent, as someone with children (laughs) and with another one on the way, I really never stopped to consider that I might be raising each child differently from the other. And it's not a favoritism thing. It's definitely not a favoritism thing. One thing I think we forget about is that each of our children have different personalities. So the way you might talk to and handle one child might not be the best way to handle the other child because they're different. <laughs> you know, people tend to brush off children like their emotions don't matter, their feelings, you know, they 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 tend to just have children <laughs> low key as like an accessory. And you know, as long as the children display positive traits and stuff like that, like, um, then you're giving them all the praise. But as soon as they don't, then it's like, oh, they're like, they must be like their father. You get that from your father. You get that from your whoever, you know? And yeah, we had this discussion where we talked about how each of our children is, how, we, how we're raising them. So like my oldest, my oldest will be 15 this year. And um, when I think when I think back and I look back at certain things, I had my daughter when I was 18. And when I was 18, I was a child. <laughs> Let's just be honest. I still had the mentality of a child, even though I was having a child and had to. Uh, I feel like be this grown up right away, even though I didn't really know what that was. To me, at 18, being an adult was uh, pretty much like having your own place, being able to do whatever you wanted to do, not having to ask permission to do certain things. And while some of that is true, that is not what being an adult is about. And being 18 and becoming a parent at 18, it was hard because I was surrounded by people, you know, people always have their thoughts and opinions and things that they want to, well, this is what you should do. And this is what you should do with your child. And you gonna let your child do that. And you let your child have a voice and da 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 yada, 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 right? People always have some type of opinion or want to input on your situation. But 
I have never been the the type to take kindly to unsolicited advice. If I didn't ask you, I don't give a fuck what you think. It is what it is. Like I really, I really could care less what you think because at the end of the day, it's going to be my choices that affect my child. I can only control myself. I can't control everybody else around me. You can't even control your child. Let that sink in. You can give your child advice. You can you can guide them and try to say, I think you should do this, or I think you should do that, or I think you shouldn't do this, or shouldn't do that. But you cannot make them do or be who you want them to be, period. And I think a lot of parents struggle with that. Um, you know, when you have kids, there's this, or at least for me, there's this fear because it's like, yo, I'm really taking care of this other little human, you know, and you have to try your hardest not to fuck that little human up due to whatever traumas you ain't dealt with. So at 18, I wasn't dealing with traumas. I was trying to escape. I was trying to get away from everybody, everybody. I isolated so much when I first had my child, um, except for like my, my best friend. She was the one I was around all the time, her and her mom. And um, to this day, I'm so grateful that I had them in my life at the time that I had them because people were very judgmental of me getting pregnant at 18. And this is in 2008, y'all. So people were very judgmental. Um, Definitely... A lot of people talking shit behind my back, um, smiling in my face, that type of thing. And, you know, pretty much just counting me down and out. And so I think, you know, that affected how I was raising my child. Not to mention, at that time, I was still with her father. So we're not co-parenting. We're together. We're parenting this child together. And a lot of people don't realize this. A lot of men that be in relationship with these women and they have children with them. Y'all really lazy as fuck, bruh. Y'all really be sitting around and thinking that paying bills is all you got to do for that person to feel loved and cared for. And that's not true at all. That's not true. Uh, paying the bills ain't going to guarantee your spouse is happy. Especially when that spouse is the only one running around with that child. Doesn't get a break from that child. The child is constantly up, up under them. That eventually can affect the way that the other parent treats that child because they grow resentful. They feel like they don't have an outlet, like their life has been consumed by this baby. And I say this because I've been there. For, for the first couple of years of my, my eldest daughter's life, I... People had got it in my head and I had let them put in my head that I couldn't have a life, essentially. Like to, to have a life outside of my child was wrong. And that's not correct because how can you effectively pour into that child and lift that child up if you're not even pouring into yourself? How can you do that for somebody else? Especially this little human that's following you, watching your every fucking move, you know, kids watch 
everything. You might think they're not paying attention, but they are paying attention 100%. And children are not going to necessarily do what you say. They're going to mimic and copy what you do. So if you don't know how to handle conflict and when, when conflict arises, you either yelling and screaming at the person who you're in the conflict with or you shut down all together and you don't say shit like that child is going to pick it up and think, oh, well, I guess that's how I'm supposed to react or that's how I'm supposed to behave when people talk to me like this or people say this and that to me. If, if you don't know how to take constructive criticism, your child not going to know how to take constructive criticism. If you're overly critical, that child can become overly critical of somebody else. Overly j- critical and judgmental of other people based off of what they see you do. Now, what you telling them to do, what they see you do. Within the last six, seven years, I have worked, consciously worked hard to change the type of relationship that I was building with my oldest daughter. Why? Because I had finally gotten away from all the people that was in my ear. And I'm talking about family. 100% talking about family. Um, when they say family will do you worse than people on the street, that's so, that's so true. It is. And I'm not going to get into details about certain things, but family low-key can be your biggest fucking haters, bro. They really can. And it wasn't until I moved across the country that I could think and really start to think clearly for myself and make the decisions that I wanted to make. Did that mean I was perfect right off jump? Hell no. And nobody's perfect. Okay? Nobody's perfect. But... It allowed me to sit with myself. I got the space that I needed. I finally was creating the peace that I needed to be able to sit myself down and be like, all right, yo, all this yelling that you be doing, it got to stop. All this cussing you be doing, it got to stop. Taking your anger out on these kids when things are not going your way because you you frustrated or you stressed or just things is just piling up because now... By that point, I was a single mom. So all of these things, it's like, it's, it's not your child's fault. Your child did not ask to be here. Your child did not ask to be here. When you get pregnant, you make a conscious decision on whether or not you're going to keep that child, give that child up for adoption, or terminate the pregnancy if that's, if that's how you feel. But you make a conscious choice on what you're going to do and whether or not you're going to become a parent. So for you to make a conscious choice to become a parent, why not try to be the best parent you could possibly be to that child and not pass off or pass those traumas that you haven't dealt with onto that baby? So when when I'm talking about we raise our children, all of our children is raised differently, it's true. Because... As you grow and get older, hopefully you learn from past mistakes. Hopefully you want to make certain changes and you don't sit up here and try to gaslight your children when they're not doing what you want them to do or feeling like they disrespectful because they ask you questions. 
children are allowed to ask questions. They they are allowed to receive valid responses to their questions because I see a lot of parents get upset that their kids ask basic questions and I just don't get it. I don't get it. Mainly because I grew up where we wasn't allowed to ask questions. If we asked questions, it was disrespectful. If we spoke up for ourselves, it was disrespectful. Don't talk back. Like, they're still human. They have a voice too. They have feelings. They have all of that shit. So why can't they speak up? Y'all equate silence to being respectful. Silence is not equal to being respectful, bruh. Just because your kids don't say nothing, don't say anything to you and don't speak up doesn't mean that they respect you. It means that they know saying something ain't going to make a difference to you. It's not. So why waste your breath? Why, why waste your breath? And we've all been children. We're all adults now. We've all been children. So think back to certain issues and, and uh, arguments and conflicts that you had with your parents or your guardian, whoever was raising and taking care of you and how you felt when you had something to say, but you couldn't say it because they were going to view your opinion or view how you felt as disrespect. So like my, my oldest, she, I used to yell a lot when she was little from like 18, I'm not even gonna lie, from like 18 to like 24, 25, bruh, I was a yeller. And to me, that was it was just natural to yell when I didn't, when they wasn't listening or they wasn't doing what I wanted them to do. It was natural for me to yell. And when I was in my past relationship, you know, you start to get around certain people that parent their children differently and you start to see their their parenting styles. And it's not that you have to adopt, you know, their parenting styles or anything like that. But you can learn a thing or two if you pay attention. Um, and I knew ultimately the type of relationship that I wanted to have with my daughter. OK, because Sam, Sam is my is I guess she's technically the middle child now since we have one, <laughs> I have one on the way, but Sam at that time was the youngest. She was the baby and she definitely used <laughs> being the baby. And it's crazy because I felt like Sam could learn from the example I was setting with Naomi, but they are two different people, two different people. Sam is very quiet, can be kind of sneaky um, she doesn't always like to talk about and voice her feelings. And I know that has something to do with me yelling so much when they were younger. And so I have been working hard to undo whatever trauma that I have caused them in the past and trying to be more conscious on how I behave and react to them when in the future, you know, because she would see Nega get in trouble and I could already see the wheels turning in her head like, okay, well, I know if I do do that to not get caught, you know, and um, I've, I feel like when they were younger, I was gentler with Sam, more gentle with her than I was with Nay in terms of like how I spoke to her and how I talked to her. It didn't mean I didn't get mad and I didn't get angry and I didn't, you know, yell and, and, and those type of things because I did. 
Again, I'm not perfect and I'm not trying to be. But I, um, for the most part, my delivery to Sam was way different than my approach and delivery to Naomi. And children pick up on that. Children pick up on that. And for the longest time, Nay thought that Sam was my favorite because she felt like Sam never really got in trouble and, and stuff like that the way that she did. And now <laughs> the problem I'm dealing with is that Sam thinks Nay is the favorite. But that is because Nay is 15 and is allowed um, a little more leeway with certain things than Sam is. Sam is only going to be 12. So, like, <laughs> when it comes to, like, hanging out with friends and certain things like that, like, Nay is super responsible. Um, like, I can leave Naomi in the house by myself and know she's not going to burn down the house. I cannot say the same thing about Sam. <laughs> Sam will like zone out and be in Sam land, you know, which is fine. It's fine. I, you know, I want you to be a child as long as possible. I don't want you to have certain responsibilities until it's absolutely necessary. So I've raised my children to be children as long as possible. My children were not overexposed to certain things. Um, they weren't allowed to watch certain shows like I was allowed to watch certain shows growing up. They wasn't allowed to watch certain things. They wasn't allowed to be around certain type of environments and people and stuff like that. Like we were very much to ourselves. They weren't allowed to go spend the night at friends houses and stuff like that because, you know, it's some sick people out there. Right. Some sick people out there. And um, I don't want to go to jail for hurting nobody for hurting my kids. <laughs> Period. And as I've gotten older um, and learned more about myself and dealt with, you know, like abandonment issues and issues with people pleasing and things like that, I have been able to teach my children how to set boundaries for themselves. Like, um, it's crazy because I used to think like, oh, yeah, people can't just do this and that to me. No, I had no boundaries, bro. I used to just brush it off. Oh yeah, that's okay. When it was when it wasn't okay, or being the first person to jump when they said, "Oh, I want to do this and that." Oh yeah, let me help you. You know, I used to be that person. I'm not that person anymore. And so, as I have learned to create and stick with certain boundaries, I have been able to teach them how to create boundaries for themselves as well. Like, especially when it comes to their body, you don't have to hug everybody. If you don't want to hug somebody, you don't have to. You and, and people cannot make you feel bad for not wanting to give them a hug. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like as children, we might have been gaslighted into doing things that we really didn't want to do. Um, it's definitely people that was around me growing up that I did not want to be around. I didn't want them touching me. And you always get that. Why you being like that? Go give that person a hug or go give such and such a kiss on the cheek and go. I don't want to do that. I should be able to say no if I don't want somebody to touch me. I should be able to say no if I don't want somebody to hug me or kiss me or anything like that. And that person listened to the fact that I said no and respect that I said no and respect that boundary. And so 
I have been, Sam has been a little bit harder because she, she is at the stage where like she kind of wants everybody to like her, you know, she, she wants to be everybody's friend and I am trying to instill and tell her like everybody is not your friend. Um, I hate to say it, you know, we typically want to see the, the best in people, but everyone is not your friend. And that's okay. You don't have to be friends with everybody. The people that's supposed to be for you and be around you and that's going to uplift you and make you feel good about yourself or, you know, like call you out on your bullshit so you can become a better version of yourself. Those are the people you want around you. Not people that just want you around so that you could pay for everything when y'all hang out or people that want to have you around as um as a an, an emotional dumpster so to speak so they can they can dump all their issues on you or you know you also got those those so-called friends that um are in constant comparison to see who's doing better than who those not the type of people you want in your life but she she is currently at a stage where yes yeah, she wants to be everybody's friend she is worried about being liked and you know certain things fitting in which is normal because she's about to be 12 you know and she's going into the sixth grade and so I get all of that because how many of us in middle school wanted to fit in just wanted people to like us you know so I get that that is the current stage that she is at. Naomi was at that stage too. Now that she is almost 15, she has uh, been in different situations with her friends and been in uh, certain things that she didn't want to be in. So now she is starting to realize like, I don't have to be friends with everybody. It's okay if, if people grow apart. It's okay if we no longer see eye to eye because, and it's okay for me to not want to be around this kind of energy you know and I do feel like it is it has become easier to talk to my child Naomi uh now that she's a teenager because she sees so much more and she understands more now um it's hard when they're younger for them to just think oh you just don't like my friends or you just don't like this and that because they don't see it, you know. You don't you don't see certain things when you're a child. Um again, you want to see the best in everybody, but I have noticed that like it's become a lot easier for us to talk to each other. Not that it's ever really been hard, but it was hard in a sense because when she was younger, she felt like she couldn't come and talk to me. Why? Because she felt like every little thing was going to make me blow up. And back then, every little thing made me blow up, y'all. Like, 100% can hold myself accountable. So she felt that way, and it was justified for her to feel that way because I used to just snap. And it wouldn't even be her fault that I was snapping. I'd just be snapping. And um, so I had to repair that with her and build, start to build a relationship with her where she knows that she could trust me. Where she knows if she comes and talks to me about something, it's not going to leave our four corners and that, you know, it's not going to leave that four walls. So I've built that trust with her 
so that she knows like the stuff that we talk about you're allowed to talk about these things you're allowed to feel what you feel i'm not going to dismiss your feelings and say oh no you shouldn't feel that way because x y and z no 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 you are allowed to feel exactly how you want to feel and at this point and at this stage in life i am just here to help guide you to hopefully help you make um good decisions and lead by example and hopefully make good decisions myself so that i'm not just talking out the side of my ass because it'd be a lot of parents out here just talking out the side of their ass and don't practice what they preach like how do you expect your child to follow what you say if you don't even follow what you say make it make sense at the end of the day I definitely feel like I have been raising my children differently and even the child that I have on the way um I'm due in August right this child will be raised differently than Naomi and Sam because I am not the same person that I was when I had Naomi and Sam I had Naomi at 18 and Samantha at 21 I am going to be 34 years old this year. So I am not the same person that I was when I was 18 and 21 and just trying to figure shit the fuck out. And it's not like life isn't a journey. Life is a journey. So we're always learning. We're always growing. We're always, well, hopefully some people are. We're always trying to become better versions of ourselves, right? Um, if you're conscious and you're into that type of thing, because some people don't want to be saved. Some people like drama. Some people like being who they are currently and don't see a problem with how they treat people, how they talk to people and how they behave. I am not one of them. I don't want to have a strained relationship with my children when they are adults and this is the time when you're supposed to be building that relationship with them you cannot be a shitty parent to your child when they're children under the age of 18 and then expect that same child to turn around and love and adore and respect you as an adult make that make sense y'all you can't do that you could try but this is why a lot of us have cut off all ties with our parents because those same parents refuse to hold themselves accountable. They don't want you to talk about the shit that they put you through. I guarantee they don't even remember half the shit that they put you through. Um, They want you to not speak about your experiences, your negative experiences that you may have had with them. And But then they want you to take care of them for the rest of their life because they had you no 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 I have told both of my daughters and whatever I have whatever I'm having with the the child that I'm pregnant with right now will be told the same thing you are not obligated to take care of me when I become old and elderly you are not obligated to do any of those things I did not bring you into this world to be a caretaker for me in my old age. I want you to live your life how you want 
to live your life. Now, if you want, <laughs> if that's what you want to do, you want to take care of me when I am older, so be it. But it's not, it's not some contract that, that you signed when you was born saying, I got to take care of you. No, no, no. That's not how, why I brought you into this world. I made a decision and a choice to have you. That, that choice does not mean you have to do X, Y, and Z. You're my child. I love you regardless of what you decide to do. Even if, say, my kids become grown children and they want to cut contact from me, from me for whatever reason. Maybe it's from some shit I did when they was little or whatever the case may be. I can't be mad at that. Your child is going to feel how they feel. And this is why I actively work on our relationship. If they want to talk about some shit that I did that made them feel a kind of way, they are allowed to talk about that with me. They are allowed to come and talk to that about, you know, talk about things with me. If they have questions about certain things outside of this house, outside of school, outside of whatever, whatever questions they have, I answer those questions for them. If I know the answer and if I don't know the answer, I'll go find it out for them. Like, I am not one of these parents out here that think, um, I'm not one of those parents out here that think that my, my children need to be quiet or that my children can't ask questions. I'm not afraid of my children asking questions. You are 100% allowed to ask questions because I'm not going to send you out into this world not knowing shit. I'm just not. And so, yes, I've definitely parented my children differently. Um, And that's mainly because as I learn, I change. As I become more conscious and aware I change the way that I approach things. I change the way I might discuss things with them. Um, I'm a lot calmer. I'm a lot more understanding about certain questions and stuff they have. And honestly, it has really um, made our relationship a lot stronger, a lot better. Because my children are at the at the point where they know, like, if they call, if they want to talk to me about something, they can. Like, they don't have to hold it in. They don't have to be ashamed. They don't have to feel like they're being judged or anything of that nature. Because they're not. Like, you are my child. You are allowed to ask questions. You are allowed to, um, you're allowed all of that. Especially with me. You are allowed body autonomy, like you are control of your and in control of your body. You don't have to hug everybody. You don't have to kiss everybody. For honestly, you ain't even gotta speak for real, for real, <laughs> because some people, some people, I don't speak to everybody. Not everybody deserves to get my breath and my energy. Okay, not everybody deserves that, and um. You know, they they are allowed to choose, pick and choose who they want to give their energy to. And so this, the child that I'm having in August, um, like in terms of schooling and, and food and everything, I already know 
that I will be raising this child differently because I have just learned so much in these past 14, 15 years of being a parent. So the mistakes that I may have made when they were little, I am not going to make those same mistakes with the child that's on the way. So, yeah, I just wanted to give you guys that to ponder on, something to think about. Do you raise your children differently? Are your children raised differently? Do you do you see the differences in the way that you parent each one of your children? Because they are all human beings. They're little humans, but they're all human beings with their own separate um, set of thoughts and feelings and all of that. So just something to think about. I thank you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. You can follow me on social media if you like. I will be sure to leave my handles in the description box. And if you would like to shop with me, I do have some new um, bath and body products in my collection. So I'll also put that in the description box. Um, But yeah, if you have any questions, definitely shoot me a DM. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook. I'm also on TikTok. Um, You can follow me on TikTok at Callisto or Callisto underscore moon underscore goddess you can also follow me on instagram under callisto underscore moon underscore goddess underscore 11 again i'll leave everything in the description box for you guys thank you so much for tuning in thank you for your continued support i truly appreciate you and i'll be talking to you guys again soon peace